0: Thank you, Choir, for the beautiful music. Thomas said, unless I see the mark of nails in his hands and put my finger in the mark of the nails and my hand in his side, I will not believe. He was very specific. He knew exactly the condition for his belief. He demanded this condition to be met before he said before he could say that he'll believe. Jesus appeared, appeared to the disciples when they gathered together behind the locked door after he was resurrected. Unfortunately, Thomas wasn't there. So the other disciples, "Hey, Thomas. We have seen the Lord. Jesus is risen. But that wasn't enough for Thomas. He needed to see Jesus with his own eyes. And he needed to feel his body, especially his nail marks, so that it's the same person. Unless I see it and I feel it, I will not believe. He demanded it. I can understand how he felt. He could not pretend that he believed when he could not really believe. When when he could not have this conviction, he could not say that I believe. It's just words. Even if he said it, bunch of words. But if I don't have that conviction within me, how can I say that I believe? So I can understand that very well. He was very honest. I think there's a lesson for all of us. You know, faith is very difficult. But there's a lesson for all of us. Honesty is the first step of faith. The spiritual journey begins with honesty. When there's dishonesty, This honesty, spiritual life is not possible. Faith is not possible. Honesty is the beginning of our
1: faith journey. Faith is not something that you can fake, can you? And what's the use of it? Even if you fake it, why do you do it? For whose sake? Faith is not something you can pretend to have. Fake faith will not give you peace and confidence. It won't do any good to
0: you. You're just just psyching yourself up. What good is that? If it's not real faith, it doesn't have, it doesn't give you true peace and confidence. Counterfeit bills may have the same power and effect as the real bills, but not counterfeit, counterfeit faith. It doesn't do any good to you. Last week, one of uh, ESM members came to me. Uh, he's a visitor, uh, uh, Joshua's colleague. Uh, and then he, he, does, he doesn't go to church all the time, uh, And then he came to me and said, "Uh, Reverend, uh, what you said about hope, hope in a good situation is not really hope. That rang true to me. I think so true that hope in a good situation, who cannot have hope? Everybody can have hope. So hope in a good situation is not really uh, hope. But can I ask you a question? And then he asked me a question. What about the hope without action? Is that really hope? And so I said, you know, hope and action are not two different things. that one and the same thing. When there's a real hope, that leads to action. I told him. Faith is the same thing. If it is real faith, it will give you peace and confidence. And fake faith will not give you that. So Thomas could not fake it. He was honest. He showed us a good example of finding faith, my friends. So if you're struggling with doubts, if you're struggling with your faith, I want you to really uh, pay close attention to what Thomas did. His honesty brought back Jesus, to the disciples. If he he was not honest, and if he just said, oh, I believe, yeah, yeah," as you said, then Jesus might, might not have had that experience. But because of his honest struggle, Jesus came back to the disciples. Just for Thomas, Jesus came back and showed himself again. And there I realized that, my friends, Jesus never leaves us alone in our struggles. When you struggle with your faith, when you have lots of questions, Jesus does not just abandon you and leave you alone in your struggles. Jesus comes to you and helps you with your struggle. That was what Jesus promised He said, I will not never, I will never leave you orphaned. I am coming to you, my friends.
1: So when you struggle, Jesus will come and help you. God wants you to honestly struggle with your
0: questions and even doubts. Faith is a very difficult thing. But God wants you to honestly struggle with your doubts and questions. God will not, never rebuke you for that. And God will not, never leave you alone in your struggle with doubts. He'll be there and reveal himself to you. That was what uh, what Jesus did to Thomas. Jesus knew Thomas' struggle, his doubts, but he did not abandon it. He revealed himself to Thomas. So two things, honest struggle and honest desire. That's all you need. Honest struggle and honest desire. Faith is such a huge thing. It's not something that you can figure out. But the the, the real step is honest struggle and honest desire. That's all you need to meet God. When Thomas met Jesus, what did Thomas do? Did he Touch Jesus' nail mark? Did he put his hand in the side of Jesus uh, where the spear uh, kind of uh, wound uh, it was? Did he do that? I mean, Jesus invited put your finger, put your hand in my side and see. Jesus invited him to do so, but Thomas didn't do that.
1: He didn't have to do it. He simply said, my Lord and my God,
0: my Lord and my God. That was the highest confession anyone could make at that time. Until that time, they struggled with Jesus. Jesus was a human. How can you say that Jesus is God? especially in monotheistic culture and uh, in uh, G- uh, Jewish, uh, Jewish culture, how can you say a person, a human being, is God? How can you say that? Nobody, was de- de- nobody dared to say it. Read all synoptic gospels, Matthew, Mark, and Luke. Nobody said that Jesus was God. They all, the highest they could go was Jesus was the son of God. But when it comes to John, through the mouth of Thomas, who was doubting, struggling, there was confession that you are my Lord
1: and my God. Highest confession that he made. That's what honest struggle does in your life.
0: There was a change In Thomas, he thought, in the beginning, he thought that his faith was based on what he could see and what he could feel. He thought that his faith was based on that. That's why he said, I cannot believe, I will not believe. He thought it was very much to do with how he perceived. He thought faith was to do with him, his conviction
1: and his assurance.
0: We are like him too.
1: When we feel good, when we experience
0: miracles, when God answers our prayers, when everything is going well, we say, I believe. So easily we can say, I believe. But when life becomes difficult, tough, and your prayers are not answered, you don't feel God around you. And when you don't feel anything, you just feel so worried and then filled with anger and all that. It's hard to say that I believe. So a lot of times we think that our faith is How we feel about God.
1: How assured do we feel about God. When I was in university, I used to
0: study at Robert's Library. It is U of T library. And the 13th floor, red section. That was where I lived, (laughs) practically. Uh, Home, and that was my second home. And the 13th floor is the highest floor uh, in that library. And red section is facing uh, eastward. And then you can see the whole campus of you beautiful sight. I always went there to pray. Jesus went up to the mountain to pray. He said, that was my mountain. <laughs> so I didn't go up to the mountain. I went there and I prayed. I read scripture. And then, uh, that was my uh, you know, meditation, a sacred place for me. And one day... I had a lot of struggle about faith. Uh, I was really uh very devout even that time, but I struggled with faith, so I remember praying to God, God, can you do something? uh maybe give me some sign I mean you're almighty, look at the cloud can you Maybe shape something that either I love you uh, or at least even if it is not I love you so obviously, but just a little bit of heart sign, heart, then if it looks like it, then I will believe. God never did. <laughs> he did nothing, none of that. But even if he did it, showed me good heart sign, later out would have... Uh, uh, You know, it was just coincidence. The wind just brought the cloud. I would have said that. That's not how faith comes about, my friends. That's not how faith comes about. When I was young, I depended on what I see, what I feel about faith. But that's not how faith comes about. In Jesus' time, a lot of people were looking for signs, miracles. So when they saw miracles of feeding 5,000 or, or healing the sick and then raising the dead, they were so mesmerized. Like fanatics, they followed Jesus and they shouted out, I believe you. But as soon as suffering, the difficulties come and suffering comes to Jesus, none of them was there. They are deserted him. They shouted out, I believe you. And yet, when they saw the suffering of Jesus, they
1: all left. Where is the faith? Faith that made them shout out. Where is that
0: faith? So Jesus said, knowing knowing all that, Jesus said, an evil and adulterous generation asks for a sign, but no sign will be given to it. No sign will be given to you. When they saw the sign, they felt good, and they felt that God was right there, and so they believed. But when they saw nothing, they felt empty, doubtful, and felt the absence of God. And so they didn't believe. If faith is based on you, then that is very shaky faith. You'll be up and down all the time. When you feel good, you say, I have faith. When you feel bad, you say, I don't have faith. If faith is, is, it depends on you and you alone and based on that, then that faith is very shaky faith. Faith is more than me. That's today's title. Faith is more than me. Faith is more than how we perceive, how we feel, and how firm we are.
1: Look at Jesus on the cross. What did he feel? At the cross, he felt totally abandoned. That's how he felt. He felt the absence of God. He he felt total
0: silence of God. So he cried out, my God, my God. Why have you forsaken me? That's what he cried out. My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? That's
1: how he felt. He felt forsaken.
0: But his faith was not based on how he felt. In the end, what was Jesus' very last word? Now is the time for the slide. Father, into your hands, I command my spirit.
1: Wow. What a difference between Jesus and me.
0: When we feel good, we say, I command my spirit into your hands. But when we feel bad, we don't do that. But Jesus felt totally forsaken and abandoned, and yet he said, Father. I commend my spirit into your hand. This commend my spirit is pass over. I pass over my spirit into your hands. In other words, I leave
1: my spirit into your hands. That is what faith is. Last Thursday, one of our KSM
0: members uh, uh, treated us, the pastors. He's an all-time member. He has been uh, to church. I mean, he was almost founder of Immigrant Society and the church. He took us because, our oh, pastors, you work so hard even during the COVID, so thank you. So my son wants to treat you, so he sent my, me money, so I want to treat you. So uh, he took us a very nice uh, steak restaurant, and we had a good steak for, I don't know, maybe since how many years.
1: While eating, he said, Reverend, when I was young, I used to
0: say, I believe, so I did this, I did that, and then, so I believe was very important. So I live with this, I believe. But you know, when I, now, when I'm old, he's uh, close to uh, uh, 90, I think. Uh, 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 you know, now, what is important is, I leave myself to God. I leave myself to my children.
1: And pastors, I leave myself to you so that you can take care of my soul. That is all faith is. It's not about I believe. It's about I leave myself in your
0: Sometimes I struggle. Sometimes life is difficult. Sometimes I feel like I have no faith at all. But I live my life in your
1: hands. That's what faith looks like. In Korean, he said, leave my hands. It's not about how much I know about God. It's
0: not about how strong I feel about God or how convicted I am. Faith
1: is not about me. Faith is about God. It's simply
0: leaving our life in God's hands. There was a father who had a a son uh, who had a serious problem. So he came to Jesus' uh, group, uh, disciples, and he asked uh, them, can you please heal me, uh, heal my son? But they could not heal. So so he came to uh, Jesus, Jesus, please, if you can, can you heal my son? And Jesus said, what do you mean if I can? For those who believe, nothing is impossible. And he said immediately, I believe. But immediately after, he said, I believe. He said,
1: help my unbelief. Help my unbelief. That's what faith is.
0: My faith is like unbelief. So small. I don't even have faith.
1: But I leave my son in your hands. Can you please help? Help my unbelief. Recognizing your own
0: unbelief and yet leaving yourself in God's hands, that is faith. Thomas was very honest with his doubts. That's, I said that that's the beginning, the first step of faith. But that is not the last step. Thomas did not realize that faith was not dependent on faith is not depend uh, faith does not depend on his uh, how he sees and how he feels. He had to move from I believe stage to I live my hands, I leave my life in your hands stage. It needs to move from I believe to I live my life in your hands stage. Sometimes you won't feel God. Sometimes you wonder whether God even exists.
1: Sometimes you struggle with your faith. Don't fake it. Honest,
0: honestly struggle.
1: Every Christian with
0: faith goes through that stage. They feel the absence of God. They cannot see God around them. It's called desert period. Every spiritual person
1: goes through that. When that comes to you, don't fake it. Job, this was Job's confession. If I go forward, he's not there.
0: Or backward, I cannot perceive him. On the left, he hides, and I cannot behold him. I turn to the right, but I cannot see him. He felt total absence of God. He could not feel God. He could not see God. He could not have God around him. But in the end, in the same sentence, Do you know what he he ended up uh, with, his confession? He said, but he knows the way that I take.
1: Where is the focus? Not I, but God. Focus is not on I. When
0: the focus is on I, there is no solution for your faith. The focus is on God. His faith was based on God and God alone. He knows the way that I take. As we live our lives, leaving ourselves totally in God's hands, and God will show himself to you, and real faith will be slowly being formed within you. It's so small that you cannot even see it. It's like a mustard seed. But when you honestly struggle, honestly desire God, that little faith starts being formed within you and grows. And later
1: it becomes a big tree to be able to say, my Lord and my God. It starts with very small, but it becomes
0: the greatest confession. My Lord and my God.
1: I want all of you to be the real followers of Jesus who follow real faith. Then you'll be able to see salvation. Faith is more than me. Let us sing together.